Good afternoon, this is Charles Kelly, Money Tips. Uh, I hope you all had a great holiday period and we're, we're getting to the end of the year and, and, and moving into uh, 2023. So I wanted to give you some of my thoughts and predictions on the UK property market. I mean, obviously you've got a lot of forecasters out there predicting somewhere between doom and gloom and Armageddon. Um, I, I don't think it's gonna be quite that bad but you know, every time I switch on YouTube or social media, I see some prediction that the world's coming to an end, and or you must buy gold, or you must put all your money into crypto. Um, they're, they're, they're predicting all sorts of things, but I think you've got to uh, look at, take a balanced view on it, and see where you think really the world is going. As with all these predictions and forecasts, a lot depends on what the governments do. A lot depends on the prevailing wind, the economy, how things go. Uh, whether there's going to be more conflicts in the world. So there's so many factors coming into play. But the main factor, I think, for you is is what you do and what your economy does, what I call your you economy, which I talk about in my books, uh, uh, Borrow and Grow Rich and Money Can Buy You Happiness. Um, but if you want to have a great year, then do check out my smart money training, How to Master Your Money the Smart Way, Get to Grips with Your, your Finances in 28 Days, Check that out for free on, on the link in the description. Now, going back to the property market in the UK, we've always had a couple of great years, haven't we, where the market's been going up against all odds, you know, during the the, the, you know, the, the, the period and, and all the action that was going on in the last couple of years. Um, and, and the markets boomed. There were people queuing up to buy properties. There were waiting lists to buy properties. If you wanted to put an offer into property, they would consider it along with an, an, a lot of other offers and then get back to you. But they wanted offers of above the asking price. They weren't even happy with the asking price. But things have changed a bit. Things have, have cooled down. And I, I, I think the market will continue to shrink in uh, 2023, but not necessarily crash. I think property, unlike stocks and shares, which could crash in 2023, I think the property market is a bit like a, a tanker that moves very slowly and takes a long time to turn. You can't just spin it around like a speedboat, can you? So it, it could continue dropping. But again, it all depends on, on things that the government does. Um, one of the things the government is doing at the moment, they're talking to lenders. The Financial Times reported today that they're talking to lenders about making more of a soft landing for, you know, the, the, the 90 to 100,000 people who are in mortgage arrears at the moment. Um, this is because, you know, if, if all these people in mortgage arrears are just treated badly by the lenders and the lenders just say, no, you've come to the end of your fixed rate. Uh, we can't give you another fixed rate because you don't meet the affordability test or we can't do anything to help you, we're not going to be flexible, then that will mean more repossessions, big problems for the government, housing people. So the government have said to the lenders, look, you've got to do something here. So lenders, I think, will be more flexible. Perhaps they'll put people onto fixed rate deals, even if they don't meet the new affordability tests, which come into play with higher interest rates. And perhaps they'll even put people onto interest only uh, to, to ease the burden and they won't be paying back capital. Now, in the past, you could switch your mortgage from interest only to capital and interest just by a phone call, but they, they stopped doing that. They, they're very uh, fussy and particular about doing that at the moment. So I, I think with, with obviously higher interest rates, we all know that, I've talked about it in my previous podcast, that is already cooling the market. Uh, so, so we know that's going to continue. So let's look at some of the predictions around uh, other economic forecasters. Uh, price growth will decline in 2023 as inflation and you know the, the recession, the Bank of England have predicted uh, the worst recession and the longest recession since records began. 
so obviously price in properties and uh, like like other things will 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 continue to decline because people won't have so much money to to buy properties and they certainly won't be be able to borrow as much money because the lenders will say no with the higher interest rates we will not lend you a hundred thousand or two hundred thousand we'll lend you you know twenty percent less so what's going to happen they'll have to go back to, to the, the, the vendors and say, look, I can't buy this. Will you accept a lower offer? Some will, some won't, but some vendors will have to because they've got to move themselves. Uh, so it, it, it really depends on how, how things go in, in, in that respect. But as the downturn uh, really intensifies, I, th- I think we're going to see that um, a slowing of, uh, 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 basically as, as, it, as the market declines, we're going to see uh, the UK going into higher recession, and I think uh, all the indicators are, sh- are flashing red in, in the property market. And I'll go through some of those in a second. I certainly think higher interest rates have already hit the buy-to-let market um, because the deals just fail, won't stack up. You know, the traditional, you know, buy a place on buy, on a buy-to-let mortgage, 75% uh, mortgage from a, from a lender at 2% fixed, uh, 3% fixed, and you know, it really wipes its feet. You know, the, the rent easily covers the mortgage. You get a bit of income on top. And then you, you after a year or two, you remortgage it up to the, the hilt and buy another one. That's not working at the moment. The lenders won't even give you 75% based on a, on a mortgage rate of something like 6 or 7% fixed. No, it's not going to happen. So that's already hit, hit the buy-to-let market, in, in my opinion, and will continue to do so. Uh, moves from the city, out of the city into the country have already stopped uh, or declined as more people move back to the office. That that will continue in 2023. Mortgage rates have fallen back slightly since that terrible mini budget in September. But um, according to Money Facts, the average five-year fix is still 5.6%. And that's, you know, um, a lot of people might not even get that. So it's still near 6% from around 2% not that long ago. So it's, it's, uh, it's still far higher than a year ago at least. And that, that, that will affect affordability. UK mortgage lenders expect to lend 23% less uh, uh, as uh, to home buyers in, in 2023 following a two-year boom. That's you know a fifth, nearly a quarter less than in, in the previous year. UK finance, this is the lenders trade body, forecast gross mortgage lending for house purchases to decline from 131 billion. Uh, from 170 billion, so that's quite a big drop, uh, and it peaked in 2021 at 189 billion. So, so that's that's quite a big drop there. You're seeing, and and UK lenders, as I said, have met with governments to discuss what they're going to do about people in arrears. Property uh, sales are set to drop uh, to one million from 1.27, 1.27 million. That's that's another quarter percent, quarter drop, 25 uh, percent drop there for, in 2022. So sales go down. That means uh, a lot of estate agents will uh, feel that the, the, the chilly winds of, of the market. Um, and that I've got a few predictions from larger estate agents right here. Uh, Savills warned of a severe drop in transactions uh, and a 10% fall in house prices in 2023. 10% fall. Uh, another estate agent firm, Jones Lang's LaSalle, forecasts an 8% drop in house prices next year. Both firms expect... In, in 2024, the market to uh, go up a little bit, a modest uh, increase of 1% growth in 2024, as we expect the interest rate 
rises might start to slow, might start to come back. Inflation goes down a bit, you know, but if inflation goes down, as it has done recently, it doesn't really ease the burden on, on shoppers and buyers because it just means that inflation was at 10%. Now it's at 9.7%. But so what? Prices haven't gotten down. It just means that the rate of price rises is is slowing. You'd have to see a fall in inflation, like a minus figure for prices to come back down to what they were. So, you know, whether you can go out and buy your loaf of bread for the same price you, you could two years ago is, is, is debatable. You'd need a long recession and maybe a depression before prices come back to what, what they were. Uh, so you get what I mean, because wholesale prices of things like oil are still higher than they were, although they have come down a bit. Um, everything has become more expensive. So you need a long recession before things start to, to get cheaper. Uh, now, an, a, an, a lender nationwide, I often talk about them, they're one of the largest lenders. Now, they've said they expect a modest uh, decline and a soft landing. Oh, that sounds so comforting, doesn't it? But then when did a lender uh, really say, oh, it's going to be crashes, there's going to be disaster out there? They never do because they need to lend. You know, so I, I wouldn't, place much attention on, 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 on them. But they did say that 85% of their mortgage lenders are currently on a fixed rate. Yeah, but what about the, the 200,000 a month that are coming off a fixed rate? What about all those people? What are you gonna do there nationwide? The Bank of England said that 4 million households, right? 4 million households face higher mortgage payments this year. Now listen to this. Um, total payments could rise from 250, by 250 to 1,000 a month causing uh, severe financial uh, problems for 220,000 households. That, that's, a, that's a lot of people in trouble. And what does that mean? They have less money to spend on, on other things in the economy, going out, having a, a drink, uh, going out to restaurants and takeaways. And I, I've seen a lot of stores closing. I still see some opening. I, I just don't know why. They, they open, they've seen one fast food has closed down. They think, oh, we'll open one out. We'll, we'll take that lease on. Uh, for 30,000 a year, we'll open a fast food place. Yeah, I know there are five fast food places in in the street already, but we'll, we'll do better because we've got a great business plan. No, you haven't. You know, most of you will unfortunately uh, lose all of your money. Um, Capital Economics uh, Central Forecast said that house prices will fall by 12% by the end of 2023, uh, but they, they could even they're even saying it could fall by up to 20%. Now, I'm putting all the details on my on my blog, which is moneytipsdaily.com. So if you can't take all this in, I'll put all this down in the blog. Uh, but it, it, you know, they've put, they said it could actually fall by a fifth, 20%. So again, it depends on the prevailing winds and what happens to its inflation and all these sorts of things. You know, whether this uh, long war in, in Ukraine will continue, that could change. You know, if, if they have a peace agreement, we, we just don't know what's going to happen. I think the stock market is definitely due for a big correction or a fall. And that that is, is often followed by a, a steep decline in, in property. So look, they said if mortgage rates uh, drop faster, then, you know, it could limit the, the, the fall in, in house prices. Now, rent prices, moving on to the rental market, rent prices, as we know, um, have surged uh, due to a shortage of property and, and a growing uh, demand for, for rental properties, particularly going back to the city. But there's also a slowing buy-to-let market. As I said in my, one of my previous uh, episodes on YouTube, 85,000 landlords have quit 
the, the, the buy-to-let property market in the last five years. I'll put a link up to that. But many first-time buyers are also putting off the decision to, to buy, waiting maybe for the, the, the rates to, to come down, maybe for prices to come down, and, and they're continuing to rent. So that's affected the demand for uh, rental properties. But we're certainly seeing a rise in rent. It doesn't affect every landlord, because if you've got a tenant already in there, it doesn't mean you can really jack up their rent by five or six percent. Most landlords tend to, to keep the rent the same for many, many years as long as they've got a good tenant. And I, I've certainly been uh, in, in that, that category as well. Uh, UK uh, private rents jumped by 4%. They're expected to go up by around, uh, Savills are saying, maybe the rent rise by 6.5%. Um, now, looking at the global market, obviously we've seen several areas of the world, Australia, Canada, Auckland, New Zealand, have this boom in properties and, and, and they could be in a bit of a bubble. China's property market uh, has declined as well, 20% year on year. Uh, we, we've had a lot of problems in, in the Chinese market, but we don't ever quite know what's happening there. They've had, had these uh, uh, problems with their lockdowns in the last couple of years, but uh, the property market there is definitely overheated in China. So we'll have to see. In my next episode, I'll be talking to one of Toronto's leading realtors and he is in the top 1% of Canadian uh, real estate agents, and he will be telling us about his predictions for the market over there. Toronto is a very interesting area and, and market, as is Vancouver. So that, that will be interesting to see what he thinks about Canada and the worldwide property market. So, so do look out for that. As I said, as with all uh, forecasts, it depends on what you're doing in your economy rather than what's going out there in the wider economy. And what I'd like to ask you now is we're coming to the end of the year. What are your goals for 2023? Uh, and, and how was your 2022? Uh, I'd like to know what, you know, how how did, did it go this year? Did you achieve your goals? How did you achieve your goals? Uh, did you have any goals? Did you have any targets whatsoever? A lot of people take this time of year to set New Year's resolutions. But as we know, you know, in my gym, I'll see a surge of people, of new members coming into my gym in January, but by the end of January, early February, a lot of those people won't be there and things will get back to normal. We'll see all these people in there pumping away and trying to lose weight because that's their target for the year, but how many of them will last more than a few weeks? Uh, it's interesting to see. They might start going twice a week, then once a week, then once a month, then suddenly they're, they're dropping out. So don't let that be you. Try and, try and set more tangible uh, goals that you write down and stick to and have a plan uh, to, to, to achieve those goals. What are your financial goals for 2023? Uh, how much do you want to earn in this year? How much do you want to save? Uh, do you want to get yourself moving towards financial freedom and how do you intend to achieve them? Look, I'm wishing you a very happy new year and I'd also like to point out that if you want to have your best year ever next year, do look at my free training in the, in the description below. But think about that in the next few days. Uh, reflect on how you've done this year and, and look forward to, to next year and what you're going to achieve in 2023. So I do wish you a happy new year and I'll see you again in the next episode. Thanks very much. This is Charles Kelly, Money Tips Podcast.